night Oh, I feel like making love, baby, all night Whoa, through the storm and the weather I'm talking sex in the rain, yeah, yeah I wanna hear you scream my name While we sexing in the rain, yeah, yeah And tonight I promise you that I'ma give it all To you, you, baby I'ma give it all To you, you, baby Sex in the rain When it rains it pours you know it's getting real, girl Posted at the park, it's only me and you, girl We laid back, chillin' all up in my ride, babe Gonna fight up, now we both again, her, baby She said she never had a vibe like this And I promise you, this one hell of a vibe you won't forget, no Cause we making good lovin', uh-huh Kissin' and touchin', you know how I'm comin' There's no need to play just let your seat back while I put my tongue on that Oh, pretty footprints all on my window And I'm loving that shit, girl, I ain't tripping Good tonight, oh I feel like making love, baby, all night Whoa, through the storm and the weather I'm talking sex in the rain, yeah, yeah While we sexing in the rain, yeah, yeah And tonight I promise you that I'ma give it all To you, you, baby I'ma give it all To you, you, baby Sex in the rain This Remy got a nigga going you gone off that Whitney, now we both tipsy and my hands on you Girl, we ain't gon' make it where we goin' Cause I'ma put this shit in park, we fuckin' It's what we do, yeah So scream it, let it out If you want to, girl, I want to Cause it ain't nobody round Girl, you know ain't nothing changed I'ma put you on this new edition Can you stand the rain? You know we don't play around You know if we on it then you know it's going down Got your handprints all on the window You just like to touch it right before you let it go Tonight, oh I feel like making love, baby, all night What's up, what's up? It's another episode of the D-Start Show with Kevin and Jordan. Hey, man, what's going on, guys? Hey, man, what's up, D? Hey, man, what's been going on, man? Man, the usual, bro. I seen the video today. 
And then uh, I'm pretty sure it went viral. It was this lady. She had a like a firearm in her leggings or something uh-huh. like that. She was in the gas station and uh, a dude was behind her and he took took a gun from her. It looked like she got it back, but I don't know if she really got it back. I'm just <laughs> he, he took the gun from her. He took the gun from her, bro. Like, why that. would you even? Why are you even carrying a gun if you gonna let somebody take it? Hey, so hey, do you have a comfort with or what? what hey, what, hey man, what it, it, it looked like just a quick lick. Cause look, feel me, like check me out on this. If I see somebody with a gun, and I could take that gun, and I took it already, or, or I know I could get it, what they gonna do? Wow, that's man, that's crazy. What man. they gonna do for real? <laughs> well, unless they got another one, but shit, by the time they even could get to the other one, they got yeah. I'm I'm already didn't got the up some. Man, that's wild. Yeah, man, it's crazy, bro. That these these gun laws getting ridiculous. Yeah, correct. Now, man, you can carry a. Hey, all the people don't went to class get a concealed carry. Now you can carry um just freely. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. In Indiana, I think after uh, June or July, you you don't need a permit to carry no more. Shit, damn, bro. Yeah, it's getting that, but they playing fast and loose out here, man. I'm telling you. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it's better play the game right. <laughs> Shit. Hey, so what about Chicago? I know, man, going to Chicago, you can't even. Um, I know Kevin was telling me you can't even go to Chicago with your um handheld. So, did the laws change over there, too? Hey, um, you know, I don't want to incriminate myself or anything like that, but uh. <laughs> You know, I don't think the laws changed in Chicago, but for me, I'm I'm gonna have that thing with me. I, I feel you, bro. Hey, shit. Hey, you know hey, shot, hey, the shot time ain't a place to be playing with, dog. Hey, and you know what? It, but that's just like for me. That's anywhere. Like wherever I go, if I could take a gun, I'm gonna take a gun. I feel you, man. I feel you. I feel you. Hey, guys. Like last week, man, we did an um artist last week. We had an artist on the show, man. And this week here, man, we're going to the 850 Tallahassee, man. T-World is going to be interviewing with us today, man. Hey, T-World, what's up, man? Introduce yourself, man. Yo, yo, what's happening? It's your boy T-World, most known for hip-hop and R&B, putting off from Tallahassee, Florida. What's happening? What's up, fam? You, baby? Yes, sir. No, all day long. <laughs> hey, go ahead, Joy. You got a couple interview questions for him. Hey, man, um, my first thing, I want, I want to thank you for being on with us. Uh, appreciate you coming on for the interview. Uh, go ahead and tell the fans and the listeners where they can find your music at. Uh, you can, you, matter of fact, you can find it on Spotify, YouTube, Pandora, um, Audio Mix. I mean, it's everywhere. Okay, okay. So go check them out. T-World, I checked out his music. It's pretty solid, man. Music is definitely pretty solid. So, um, again, want to appreciate you for coming to the interview. Let's get into it. Hey, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate that. I, I got one question, man, though. But um, you making penny dropping movies? Or, hey, what's going on? I'm kind of like doing both sides. I'm doing like a, pretty much like a mixture of a penny dropping music. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing music for the club. I'm doing music for the streets. It's like you're getting both sides of hip-hop and R&B. What's up? All right, go ahead, Joy. Oh no, that, that's what I was gonna get into first. You know what? What would he classify as music? Um, definitely, definitely heard the R and B joint. Definitely heard the uh, the hip hop joints too. So, uh, w- would you say you lean towards either one more? 
I would say it'd be R and B. I okay. lean towards war. So why why R and B? Why not the 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 rap side? Well, to be honest, I feel like on the R and B side, I got more of a better sound versus the rap side. You say you got more of a better sound than than the rap side. Yes, sir. Okay. I, I'm not gonna lie. I heard I heard that role with me. I was like, oh man, this dude kind of cold. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I said this dude kind of cold. We was we was talking about it in uh in my house earlier. Like, yo, who who made that song first? I said I'm pretty sure that's um that's uh Teddy Pendergrass, right? Oh yeah, the legendary Teddy Pendergrass, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 most definitely. Yeah, you rolled that one. I ain't gonna lie. Appreciate that. Yeah. So. Now you said you lean you lean more so towards the R and B side. You get more, uh, I guess, more positive feedback from the R and B side. So what what about the rap side? Do you think the rap side? Um, well, matter of fact, let's let's switch it up. Which one did you develop first? Put it to you like that. Well, to be honest, I I developed the rap first because uh, as a kid, I was I was uh, I grew up on Tupac, listening to Tupac a lot, and um, he kind of inspired me to do music. But uh, I really just I, I really started discovering that I can actually sing. By the time I started listening to R. Kelly, and I had to be like around like nine or ten years old when I started listening to R. Kelly. Okay, okay. So you developed the rap side more, but but you kind of like um, you kind of like adapted more so now to the R and B side. Yeah, okay. pretty much. All right, that's cool. So tell me about some of the the influences or some of the things that impacted your your music career like how did you get started well i started off doing like talent shows back when i was um, in elementary it started it started off in elementary school that's when i really found out what i really wanted to do with my life by the time i got in elementary school and um we started off doing like talent shows and i would win the talent shows and the kids that i was performing in front of they would give me feedback and so once I got out, once I got the feedback and everything, it kind of put me in the mind instead of, well, you know what, this is what you can really do in life. You know what I'm saying? This is something, this is something that you can make out of a career. So I've just been sticking with it ever since. It's, over, it's been over 20 years since I've been doing music. Oh, man, that's a long time. Yeah, instead of going. Hey, keep, up, keep it up, man, for real. I appreciate um, that, man. So tell me about your first performance. What Do you remember the first song that you ever performed? Yeah, to be, yeah. Uh, the first song I did was at a uh, Riley Elementary School here in Tallahassee, Florida. Okay. I had to be like in the third grade, and um, I came out and I performed uh, "Little Sammy." I liked the way. Okay. Yeah. So um, once I came out and I performed that song, that's when I knew I was ready to do what I wanted to do. That's what's up. Yeah. You said you said um, Riley Elementary, right? Yeah, Riley Elementary School. All right, what's that about? Because I, I I went to FAM. I'm a FAM graduate, but I, I, I'm not from Tallahassee. Uh, it's like kind of between um, Thorpe Street. Uh, are you from? You, you, you ever heard of Joe Lewis? Uh, yeah, I think Joe so. Lewis Apartments. Thorpe. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like kind of near that near that area. Yeah, they got they had a real good burger spot. I can't remember the name of it. It was next to a gas station. Wait, um. It's, it's over there in that area. Okay, cool. Yeah, over there on the north side. Pretty much on the north side area. Yeah, that's like, um, that's a little bit northwest, ain't it? Yeah, northwest. Okay. All right, for sure. Well, um, 
So now, performing in talent shows, and I'm assuming winning most of your talent shows that you was in because you were a pretty good performer. Uh, what about your friends? Like, how did they, how did they inspire or impact your musical career? Uh, I will say, um, most friends that I did be around when it came down to the music side, it was like mostly like producers and engineers I was really dealing with. Oh, so so not even more so friends, just straight into the to the business industry. Yes, sir. So even at even at like a, a younger age, so I'm I'm thinking like uh, maybe fifth, sixth, seventh grade through high school, you were beginning to get involved with like like major production members. Yeah, because I was like um I want to say I had to be like twelve or eleven years old when I actually met my first my my first real engineer. He had his uh. He had a studio set up inside this little building off of, uh, I want to say that was somewhere. It was like downtown Tallahassee. I think it was called uh, Manifest Recording Studio. Okay. And um, I went in there recording my first track for the first time because I wanted to see how I sound. You know what I'm saying? Because I've never been in the studio. I had never been recording myself on headphones, anything like that. I was always like re- recording off like a, a karaoke machine. Okay. So now, what what was the very first song that you ended up recording? What tell me about that? The very first song I recorded it was uh, and what was that song um? It was called "Don't Walk Away." And uh, okay. so so tell me a little bit about it. What what did you write it about? It was it was about it was about this girl. You know, I was in middle school when I had first wrote the song, and um. It got to a point where I had it was, it was a new girl had came to our school, and so I was trying to shoot at her or whatever. Okay. And then it got back. It got back to the girl I was dating at the school. Oh, what? Yeah, man. One of them situations. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play two at the same school. Okay. Not, <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out, and so um, I ended up writing a song called "Don't Walk Away" because the girl I was really talking to, you know, what I'm saying I, I had I realized that I had hurt her feelings and. I didn't want to see her sad and everything like that. So I wrote a song called Don't Walk Away. And, and it was just basically about, you know what I'm saying? Let's stay together. Let's work it out. Don't walk away from me. Okay. Well, she, well, she was feeling it? I mean, she was feeling it, you know what I'm saying? Because it was a good song. She, I mean, she, she she eventually forgave me. But, you know, by me being young and me still, you know what I'm saying, in this music and stuff like that, it, it, it still didn't work out because, you know, Another red flag came along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. For real, I, I completely understand. Hey, you know, being being an up-and-coming artist probably at the time, at, at that younger age, that younger age is just like, man, you the world is at your fingertips, man. Yeah, it was, man. Especially with a, with a talent like yours that you know you can um, capitalize off of. Yes, sir. Yeah, so... Um, how how do you people feel about your music? Like your, your parents and your family, how how do they feel about your music and your music career? I mean, actually, they 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 actually love my music. Um, and especially like my sister, she, I want to say she probably like one of the biggest fans out of my family because like she's so supportive with everything that I do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's like she's an older sister. It's your older sister. Are yeah. you, how many other siblings do you have? I have a, I have a, I have two siblings on my dad's side and one sibling on my mom's side. Okay. So I have another sister and a brother on my dad's side. Yeah. Did you, did you grow up with all of them? No, I just grew up with my sister oh, on my mom's yeah. side. I got you. 
Um, so now tell me a little bit more about how you've improved since your first show uh, to where you are as an artist now. What what are some of the things that you used to do that now you do different? Oh, say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, some of the things that you do different from the time that you began your music career up until now. Oh, that's easy. Um, what I do now is um, I actually write. I actually come up with hooks and different songs without even making, without even having a beat, without even listening to a beat. I can come up with a hit without a beat, and so that I make kind of better for the producer because I can go to a producer, um. And I could just say, look, I need a, I need a, I need a beat to this song. He, so he'd be like, okay, go ahead and sing the song. And once I start singing the song, he would instantly start creating the beat to what I'm saying. Ah, wow, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and see, and see, and I wasn't doing that before. It was always I had to go try to find a beat, listen to a beat. And once I listen to a beat, I'm trying to figure out how I want to come off on the beat or what I want to say on the beat. But it's like way much better now that I can just actually come up with a good song without a beat. And then I got a good producer that can actually come up and get creative to make a nice hit to what I'm saying. Hey, that, that's pretty dope, man. I ain't, ain't going to lie. That's that's um, and you know, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a musical talent, but that, that sounds like that'll be tougher than. Um, well, not not tougher. That'll be easier than sitting there trying to trying to go over a beat multiple times or write lyrics for a beat multiple times. It uh, sounds like you just produce the content and then the producer comes in and lays the music to it. And now y'all got a got a hit. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because it's like, um, I want to say shout out shout out to my homie Freaky Neat too, man. Um, Shout out to my homie Freaky Neat and shout out to my homie Smooth. Those are like the best producers I have right here in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, especially you know, when it comes out of Freaky Neat, he's like one of those creative producers where I can come to him directly. And be like, yo, look, I got this song, but I ain't got no beat to it. So once I start singing the song out to him, he can just start instantly playing the keys. I'm like, he plays the keys, he plays the piano, he plays, you know, he plays the drums and everything. So any time I need a, a certain sound that I can't find nowhere else, he can create it for me. Okay. Hey man, yeah. If if you got people and you want to shout them out, I'm with it. Just, just... Yeah, man. Shout out to one smooth too, man. Yeah, do your thing. Um. So now um, I'm kind of understanding um, the music side, the producer side. Um, it sounds like, like you said, you've been doing this for 20 years now, right? Yes, sir. So it sounds like you really kind of got a got a nice little process, a nice little flow uh, in the industry already that has made your music extremely successful. I appreciate that. Um, so now. I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna dive into maybe, maybe not so much personal, and you know, stop me if it gets too personal. But the content of your music, what, what do you, what do you make music about most of the time, or, or what do you find yourself making more of your music about? Pretty much good, pretty much good vibes, and uh, baby making music. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna keep it one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much good vibe, you know, and sexual healing music. Sexual healing music. Hey man, ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah, man. Yeah, we we all need something to jam to when it's that time. Yeah, cause yo, cause cause thing about it is, you don't really hear that no more. Everybody want to turn up. Everybody want to get crunk. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so it's that, like, that, I'm trying to bring that. I'm trying to bring that uh, old school, new school R and B back. That '90s vibe. Okay, let's talk about that, man. Cause um, you know, we. 
I, I come from a place where I like some rap music. I, I don't discriminate against anybody's, you know, type of music that they listen to for all the listeners. Uh, just to let you know, I don't discriminate. If you, if you like what you like, that's your business. Um, but for me, I, I do like some rap music, but I feel like since I've gotten older, I have, I, I, I don't music as much as I, as I used to. So I, I want to, I want to ask you, do you feel that like the, that type of content that everybody wants to turn up, like the drill rap, the, the, um, the more violent side of rap music is what turns you away from making content like that. Yeah, pretty much. I would say that. And have you ever experienced any of that, that, um, that violence from rap music, anything like that? Now, when you say experience that, what do you mean as in like? So, I mean. Like fight wise or like, you know what I'm saying? Drawing gun wise, like where are you going with it? Yeah. Have you ever been in the action, you know, where where uh, fights then broke out, guns then been drawn and stuff like that over, over you know, maybe minor, simple. Yeah, man, actually, yeah, actually, um. I wasn't a well. I wasn't. I wasn't physically involved in it, but I was in a shootout. Um, one year, I was in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Posted up with the homies or whatever, and uh, a group of guys from the other side came to the hood, and they was looking for a particular person. And um, that person that they was looking for, they ended up drawing their guns out, shooting up in the air. So when during that time, like you know, we we, we got the homies, we ducking up under the cars and stuff like that. Ain't nobody trying to get hit by a bullet. And so, kind of find out when I find out who was shooting the gun, it was one of my homeboys on the other side. And I'm like, damn, bro, you tripping. Like, we outside, bro. So, he, when he realized who I was, he was like, oh, man, my bad T word, bro. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't know that was you over here, man. If I knew you was out hanging out, bro, I would never put my gun out. My bad, I'm sorry, you know. But I'm like, yeah, man, you saying you sorry, but hell, you know, ain't no, ain't no name on no bullets. I'm sure ain't. You feel me? He ain't lying about that for real now. Yeah, especially folks just shooting straight up in the air. Them bullets gotta come down. Yeah, them bitches go to flying everywhere. I'm telling you. Um, so now, and and I like this that that it's another person, uh, especially a content creator that realizes some of the damage that that you know that type of music listening to it back to back to back to back does to people. From I guess say from your experience. Listening to rap music because I'm pretty sure you've listened to rap music, a lot of rap music throughout your career. Um, do you feel like that it has um, a, a detrimental impact to young people? I would say certain. I would say certain individuals. Okay, certain individuals. Certain, so you mean like certain artists making certain types of music? Yeah, I would say certain artists. Yeah, are making certain types of music for certain individuals that's listening to the music. Yeah. I mean, no, nah, I, I completely agree with you. It, it do take, um, it do take, you know, a strong mind to listen to a certain type of rap music all day and and not start to put yourself into that mindset. Right. Well, I, you, you did write about some type of individuals, um, but anyway, I, I didn't, I didn't got off into a tangent, so don't mind me. Just you know, just trying to trying to talk to another person who sees the same thing that I see sometimes. Ain't no um, right. Ain't no wrong so, with that. Yeah, man, for real. Because uh, a lot of people, a lot of people don't think that you know rap music directly correlates to some of the violence that we got out here in our streets. And 
I, I disagree. I think it does. That's so true. So, um, do you do you have any artists that you want to collab with in the future? Are you working on any collabs with any any uh, other artists? Uh, as of right now, no, I'm not. I'm just kind of focused on myself for right now. But then later on in the future, you know, what I'm saying once I figure out, once I figure out, once I once I get to where I'm trying to get, I would say uh, I wouldn't mind reaching out to a couple artists that's already on bigger and major platforms where I'm trying to get. Okay, so if there's one artist you can have a collab with, it, who, who would it be? See, think about it, man. It's like a few of them. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Alright. So, so give me, give me your top three. How about that? Give me your top three. I would say I would go with Ball Greasy. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like he's underrated right now. You know what okay. I'm saying? Being, you know what I'm saying? Being him coming out of fresh out of Florida as well. You know what I'm saying? But even though he owned, but it's like he not really getting the recognition that you know what I'm saying that he really needed because like I ain't gonna lie, Ball Greasy. He's like a good artist. He just kind of been slept on right now. Um, I would definitely like to work with him in the future. Uh, my second choice, I would probably say, uh, Chris Brown. I like to do a song with Chris, and uh, if it's possible, man, I would like to do a song with R. Kelly too. You know what I'm saying? Despite what he's going through, or despite of, you know what I'm saying? Well, try to people people say that he did whatever. I'm just looking at him from an artist's point of view, you know what I'm saying? I want I want my collabing with him. Okay. Okay, I got you. Hey, those, those uh you you went from Bar Greasy to Chris Brown, and I was like, yo, that's a complete, you know, that that's that's like a complete 180 almost. Oh yeah, yeah. especially yeah, because especially you know, cause like like I was telling y'all before, I get I give you both sides of music, like I can give you a, a hip hop and R and B, I can give you strictly R and B. So based when I'm doing music, I'm giving you two at the same time. Yeah, because I, I was just thinking about when when the last time I was listening to Bob Greasy, and, and you're right. Not that he doesn't make good music, because he does make good music. Um, he he kind of like like make take your lady music. It's pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I I don't I haven't listened to him in a while, so I, I definitely understand because he he do make good music, but yeah. People, people do be sleep on Bob Greasy. That's true. Yeah, he is, man. Yeah, he underrated. Um, you said Chris Brown, and then what, what was the last one you said? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Okay. Yeah, Kel's got some hits, man. He going through a lot up in Illinois over, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, he going through it, man. Yeah, I, I know he going Hate through it. Hate to see him like that. Hey, I, it's tough, man. I, I just seen the memes. Once the memes come out, you know somebody really going through it, man. Yeah, that's true. Um, so now, like, let, let's say if you could work with a deceased artist, who would it, who would it be? Tupac. Tupac. Okay, I I knew you were gonna say that. Oh, <laughs> early influence, huh? Oh yeah. See, I grew up on Tupac early when I was a kid, man. I'm talking. About, I had to be like seven, eight years old. I'm sitting. I'm sitting in front of the TV watching. I get around. Okay. Yeah, early influence. Hey, Tupac makes some dynamite music too. Well, made yeah, some dynamite music too. Yeah, he legendary. Oh, for sure. De definitely top five. Um, so I want to kind of touch back on on the rap side. You said you developed the rap side first, 
uh, because later in your career you started to learn how to sing. So the rap side, um, what was what was some of the stuff that you was rapping about? You know, the, you know the normal stuff that a kid would talk about. What I was talking about, you know, being flash. You know what I'm saying? Being fresh, having the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, talking about being in clubs, partying, having fun. You know, just normal life stuff. Okay. For sure. <laughs> Um, tell me a little bit about your your support network with your with your music. Like, uh, do your people come to your concerts every chance you get? Uh, do you got a lady that's supporting you? Like, like what what's your support system look like? Yeah, I have a lady. That's, actually, I got a wife. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she support me. Congratulations. Yeah, she support me. Whatever. Um, I definitely have a a best friend on the corner. You know what I'm saying? He definitely support me. You know what I'm saying? And I want to shout out to uh. My homeboy D Sparks, he def he definitely been riding with me for a very long time too, man. Shout out to D Sparks. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. Hey, I do have one thing though, man. You know T Pain is from the eight five zero two. Do you ever think about reaching out to him and see what he try to help you get on? You know, since y'all from the same city, bro. To be real with you, you know what I'm saying. Not to try to throw salt on nobody or whatever, but it's like T Pain knows it's. That's a lot of talent in Tallahassee, Florida, but he just not willing to come back and open doors for the city. Like he don't really know that he can really put a big impact on himself and the city as well. Only if he opened the doors, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, he not looking at nobody. It's it's like his thing right now. He's focused on other artists from different cities and stuff versus his hometown. Yeah, I, I just get it though, because you kind of see like you know um what happened to uh, what his name Young Young Drip, you know. A lot of people from your hometown do kind of envy you sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you, that, that may be one of the reasons that he's not coming back to Tallahassee. But you know, um, you know, if it was me, you look out for hometown. But sometimes you can look out for your hometown from a distance, also. That's true. Yeah, even you, you know, what I'm saying like drop a studio down there. Yeah, you know I'm saying for folks, you know, you you got paper for for like nice ass equipment and shit like that. So I feel you. Know, <laughs> You know, and not even that, not even just about the music, you know what I'm saying? Just just a simple fact, like, you got kids out here, they ain't got nowhere to go, nothing to do, so, you know what I'm saying, put me in a position like that, I would open up, like, a youth center for the kids, where the kids can go out, you know what I'm saying, have fun, and a little, a little, a little recreational center, something like that, but everything just dry when it comes down to his name in the city. Wow. Yeah, that's tough, because I, I, I never would have expected it to be like that. Back when I was at FAM, I want to say we may have saw T Pain like like twice, maybe maybe three times. Uh, but it but it wasn't that often. So I, I would have thought, you know, with that he would have been, you know, a major involvement in the city. Yeah, last time T Pain came back to Tallahassee, he had a show on Fan U campus, and um, right before he went on stage, they cut the lights off. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, Fantasia was there too, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fantasia was there. Um, she did her thing, but right after, right after Fantasia went off stage, he came up. People started leaving, bro. God damn. Dang. And so then, as when he made an announcement, then he like, "Oh yeah, see now y'all wonder why I don't come back to Tallahassee. This is why." You know what I'm no. saying? He did oh, He yeah. kind of saying like, "Oh, I ain't got no support," but y'all kind of saying you don't put nothing back into it. 
Yeah. Yeah, that, that's real. Cause it's like you get on these, you get on these tracks, and you scream out Tallahassee all over these tracks. But it's like you say you're the Tallahassee hero, but what are you doing for Tallahassee? Yeah, that's real. That just like if I come on, I get out there. You know what I'm saying? I go, I go majorly, go global. And I started screaming out my city all on my songs, and eventually, like, somebody gonna come check you about that. Like, okay, like you, you sounding real good on these songs, screaming out your ass, but what you doing for the city, bro? You got to give back. You got to open up doors. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even got to give to the people that song. You can give to the people that's 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 in need. Yeah, that's real though. Yeah, especially because I ain't really heard of too many artists, you know, that's been popped up out of Tallahassee besides T Pain. Who who else came out of Tallahassee? Well, we got well, we got a homie from uh, the outside Tallahassee. He's uh, actually from Quincy, Florida. That's like right around the corner from Tallahassee. Oh, yeah. Um. That's like like about like thirty minutes. Thirty away. minutes. Yeah, yeah, about thirty minute ride. Yeah, but uh, you ever heard of Bobby Fiskell? Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, he just signed with Rock Nation. Damn. Yeah, but, um, that man. Yeah, he went to school in Tallahassee, Florida, but he was from Quincy. Okay. Matter of fact, y'all can um, y'all can check him out. He on Instagram. He on he all over the place. He on Google and everything. Bobby Fiskell. Shout out to Bobby Fish. Okay, we will check him out too. Yeah, for sure, man. You you would think if you was you was from a city and repping a major city that you would make sure you do what it takes to get back to that city. Oh, for sure. Every family okay. homecoming, he supposed to be there. Man, and perform for free. For free. Most definitely. Most definitely. For the free ball. <laughs> yeah. For real. And plus, bro, that's how you that's how you stay relevant in your city, bro. You can't. You can't not perform and not be around and then expect people to think that you're still relevant. Don't matter what you're doing outside of that place. Right. Because mm-hmm. your city put you on, you know what I'm saying? Your local exactly. radio station. All them put you on. Your local fans put you on. But when you make it booming, you're booming. Come on. Yeah, because you got to think, man. That your sound. Your sound came from your city. Yep. That's, that's, what, that's what all started at. Your, your whole developed sound came from the city. At least one artist, man, from the South, man, Fillmore, man. It don't matter where them boys was. You knew they were from the country. They they represent Albany, Georgia. But they God, did. Them boys you know, put on. It, it don't matter how big they got. Them boys represented Albany, Georgia. Yeah, but I don't. But it's kind of messed up how your boy Luda did them boys, man. Yeah, man, Luda. What? So, hey, hold on. What happened? Cause I, I don't be know. Oh, you ain't hear about that? Oh, what happened? Yeah, um, Luda Chris, he had uh screwed them boys over in the contract. Damn. Yeah, man. You remember that you remember that last song they came out with? That song that that, that one joint they had did with Sierra. What's the name of the group? Hold on. What's the name of the group? Fieldmark. Fieldmark. Yeah, matter of fact, I had heard of them. I'm so sick of being lonely. Yeah, I had heard of Yo, them. any other night, you'll be <laughs> at home waiting on me. What's well, going on? on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <Yeah, so. laughs> <laughs> So you saying that they had a they had a contract, but uh, it didn't work out. Man, see this is what happened, right? So the song they came out with George, you remember George, Georgia, we on the grind, baby, all yeah. the time. It ain't okay. Them boys wrote that song. You feel me? The boys wrote that song, but Ludacris took all the credit, bro. Yeah, cause he was on there with them. Thank you. Cause they represented every city in Georgia. You know, yeah. 
Yeah, them boys wrote the song and he took all the credit for him. And what they find out what was going on, them boys love them, them boys love DTP. They like, oh no, nah, bro, you playing? You know, and, and to this day, I don't think them boys still got paid for that song, bro. Dang. You know, so you know they do it when some niggas doing some scheme and shit, they go do some paperwork. And once that once that paperwork right, it's gonna be hard to get your money. It's yeah. too late. He got it black and white. He, it's, 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 it's on it. Everything belongs to him now. But what kind of advice can you give to the young criminal artists with these contracts? Like you just brought up, man. Before you sign something and agree to something, shit, we, got like, we got a lot of young cats out there, man. They doing their thing, man. But yeah, you're right manager, about that. The managers and the producers are the one making the money. But they got to know how to read, though. Yeah, that's the only thing. That's what I'm gonna tell you. If they don't know, if they, if they don't know what they read, they ain't got no business signing. I'm telling you. Or get you a lawyer. I'm yeah, I'll get you. You know what I'm saying? I'll get you a uh, what you call it? A uh, entertainment lawyer. You know, for real. And and that's that's a big problem with a with a lot that goes on in the industry. And it's crazy that y'all brought that up. But it, it is, um, you know, a lot of talented artists that get taken advantage of simply because you know they got people in their ear, this, that, and the third, promising deals. But when you when you put it on paper, it don't look as good as it sounds. Oh. Right, you got, you got people out there, man. Even big groups like TLC, man, they made hard songs, man. And you're looking at them being on BET, MTV, all these videos. About the but if you watch the um, um, movie they got, man, they really weren't making no bread, dog. They weren't making no bread, it was going straight to their own managers and they producing shit. It looked like you're making money, but they weren't making that because, mm -hmm. like you said, I'm excited to get into the industry. I got all these fans, but I ain't making no money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you when you young, bro, you, you real influence or not influence, you you easily influence. That's just like what's the name? He just not starting to make a comeback. <clears throat> Rich Homie Quan. Rich Homie Quan said when he signed, he didn't even read the paperwork. Damn. He said he believed everything they was telling him. So he was like, forget it. I ain't I ain't, ain't got to worry about reading. I'm just going to sign it. But when he stopped, when he signed the paperwork. Then he started seeing stuff start going left. Now he looking like, damn, why y'all ain't why, why this ain't going down this way? Why ain't making this much money? Because you didn't read the paperwork, buddy. You motherfuckers around here, you doing all the work. They getting goddamn now. Yeah, you they get getting richer and richer. You making them richer and richer. Yep. You're getting paid. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, so I, I don't wanna I don't wanna distract from um from your interview, but I, I had a couple more questions for you too. All right, cool. Uh, so, do you ever feel pressured by like uh, your fans or your family or anybody or the, or uh, I guess the music that you hear around you to make a certain type of music, like by like the industry standards kind of thing? No, I really don't. To be honest with you, I kind of go off when I'm doing music. I kind I kind of go off how I'm feeling. Like it's kind of it's kind of a self-made thing. Like I don't let nobody try to get in my way and try to discourage me because one thing about it is I'm not gonna record something or put any type of product or music out if I don't if I don't see a vision for it. I won't even go in the studio and record a song if I don't see myself shooting a music video to the song. That's interesting. That's interesting that you say that. I, I saw the um I saw two of your music videos. So now tell me a little bit more about that. You won't make a song unless you can shoot a video to it, what you said, right? Yeah, I can't, I, I can't, I would not record a song if I can't create a vision to it. Huh. 
Hey, that that's pretty interesting. I've never heard anybody else say that before. Because you know, you got a lot of artists. They'll make songs, but you know. Yeah, there won't be no. It won't be no concepts to it. Just like if you're a basic, like a regular video. But it's like, okay, where y'all going with this video? Because the song is not matching. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so what I like. So a lot of time. What I, so a lot of time. What I like to do is, if I'm going to create a song, I got to make sure. You see what's going on in the video. Everything is word, word for word. You're going to see. If I say, I'm in the car with a nice, beautiful lady, you're going to see me in the video with a nice, beautiful lady in the car. You know what I'm saying? Everything got to be on point. It can't be no, no, you know, it's a good song, but this video ain't matching with what he got going on in the song. <laughs> or or this can't be a good video, but the video is not matching with what he got going on in the song. You know what I'm saying? Everything got to be on point. The song and the video. That's pretty cool because I'm I'm understanding what you're doing. So it's like you you got a vision in your head for a song and you want to make sure that people not only hear that vision, but see that same vision. See that vision, yeah. Man, that, that's cool because a, a lot of people can't do that, man. A lot of people can't make a song and then turn around and make a video imagery of that same song and bring that to life like that. I'm going to tell y'all something funny. So one year... I shot this video, right? And so I'm shooting this video. I ended up putting it out on Facebook and went viral on Facebook. I ended up getting like over like twelve over like twelve K views or something like that. So um there was another artist in the city. He's a rapper. And we ain't gonna ain't gonna, ain't gonna speak on his name. But um he went back and studied my concepts and my vision of the video and next thing you know. Tell me why this cat put a video out something similar to mine. And then the thing about it is, all all the fans in the city that supportive of my music, they didn't they didn't even have to say nothing. They already knew what was going on, and they started tagging me and see the video. Like, oh man, somebody they, they copying your style too, bro. Like that's crazy. Like that's crazy. Like that just let me know that not only that you're studying what I got going on. But you let me know, like, I'm doing something right. For you, to sit, for, for you to sit back and study and try to do and, and, and try to do the same thing that I'm doing, like, you copying. But, you know. But that brings me to another point. You know what I'm saying? Just like a lot of young artists out here, they copyright. You know what I'm saying? You're making good music, and you got to put a copyright on it. Um, you know, this happened years ago. People making music. And you thinking that that's your song, and now you over here, you hear somebody else singing it, and then you can do it, but you know, yeah, that's true. Hey, but that that's kind of cool though, because you, you feel me, even like even with still biting your style, you can't like you can't make this high, you know, you can make yeah, it you, yeah, high. you ain't gonna be able to do it, yeah, that's how it is, yeah. you ain't gonna be able to do it, good no matter how you can do it, you can try to do it 10 times better, it's not gonna be the same way. Bottom because line they, is it wasn't it wasn't originally your your vision, but that, that's what it come down to. That's true. Yeah, because it, it takes time, and you might even want to tweak it. Like, oh no, nah, I don't want to do this like this. I may want to do something different, as opposed to the person buying your style. They just seeing the finished product. Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of like man, like when young artists remake stuff. Like man, when you did the Come On Roll with me, man. And you know I've been rocking with that for a long time. You know what I'm saying, bro. And, um, oh, yeah, you've been riding with me. Yeah, I've been riding with it for a long time, bro. To come on road with me, man. It just it bring 
I feel like with older music, once you get permission and stuff like that to use the music and stuff, it brings the new generation to the old music. You know what I'm saying? Because now when they hear, no, mama, that ain't um Jenny Green. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this T World. You know what I'm saying? But you bringing the old music back out to life, man. You know. And then, and then you know, and, and the, the the good thing about it is, I'm actually like bringing it for the the younger youth to vibe to it and the older folks to vibe to it. Right, because they 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 beat. You know what I'm saying? When the yeah. older folks hear that beat, oh, that's so and so. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but hey, but it been fresh, man. I'm saying, man, I promise you, everybody I let, even I let Kevin um listen to that. Come on, roll with me. But hey, it's downloaded. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we playing that. You know what I'm saying? So, man, you're doing your thing, bro. You're doing your thing. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Most definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely say that. That's something that I bump in the car. Yes. Man, without a doubt, man. You you'll catch it in the playlist. For real, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just waiting patiently, man. I'm just waiting on my time, man. Hey, so uh when when is your next major performance? Do you got one planned or one scheduled? As of right now, I'm working, I'm just I'm just kind of working on my, my EP. I'm getting ready to put out soon. Okay. But um as soon as I get ready to release my EP, then I pretty much start focusing on getting back on doing the shows or whatever. My last show I just recently did was at uh was here in Tallahassee for Fan Your Homecoming. I, I did. I performed at uh, the Frenchtown Rising. Okay. I opened up for um Escape. Okay. Yeah, them girls did their thing. Shout out to Escape. Um, oh, now your your last performance. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh man, last performance, man. I killed the show. Like I had to have. I know it was Fan Your Homecoming. You yeah, man. I'm somebody like it was a good crowd. It was somebody. It was like over a thousand people out there. You know what I'm saying, and that was like I want to say that's like one, probably like the biggest crowds I ever performed in front of by myself coming out on stage. You know what I'm saying? I I had got a lot of support. Uh, tell you the truth, man. People thought I was on when I came out. They thought they thought I had a situation. Yeah. So yeah, was man. it was it like a like a a planned thing or was it spur of the moment? It was spur of the moment. Um, one of the DJs had reached out to me, whatever. Because they had, they, they, matter of fact, they, they had the song playing on um, Blazing 102.3. I had got voted for the Artist of the Month. Damn. And so, yeah, they had the song in rotation for about, like, a whole month. And um, one of the, one of the uh, DJs, they reached out to me, was like, hey, man, we're trying to see if we get you to come out to perform. We want you to open up for Escape at the French Tower Rising for your homecoming. So I'm like, what was it? I'm sorry. Not, 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 I'm sorry, man. Not Escape. It was SWV. Sister with voices. Yeah, that's what it was. SWV, my bad. But um, yeah, I had opened up for them. And then um right after I opened up for them, I'm talking about people wanted to take pictures, people wanted to come up to me asking for autographs and stuff like that. Okay, they know you're going somewhere. Yeah, man. That was love right there. For real, that's what's up, man. Congrats again on, on all your your talents and your musical efforts. I appreciate that too. Yeah, sounds like you ain't got nowhere to go but up, my boy. That's it, man. I ain't got nowhere to go but up. Uh, I'm telling you. Hey, do you, do you feel like you've um that you've gained more haters than you had in the past? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. I ain't. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely gained a lot of haters. Hey, man, they say if you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing something. You ain't right. doing something right. <laughs> yep. you, ain't popping. <laughs> you ain't popping, bro. <laughs> Facts. Well, it's been a pleasure having you, T-World. 
Um, D, you got any more questions? No, nah, man, I thank you for coming on the show, man. Hey, look, hey, I know in the future we probably trying to do a live show, man. If um may have asked you to come out like fam, you did, you know what I'm saying? To turn our thing up. So, but um, man, I appreciate you for coming on. Um, letting us interview you, man, talking about your music and everything, man. But like I say, boy, you're gonna make it. Hey man, I thank y'all, man. I, I I definitely thank y'all for having me on the show, man. And uh I appreciate everything y'all have done so far. So, so we're gonna put you out there, man. Hey, we're gonna hey let the artists hey, we're gonna let everybody know our artists, hey, where they can find your music, you know. And and also we're gonna try to play it on our show also. All right, bet man. Yeah, y'all definitely fine. Oh, matter of fact, I wanna tell y'all I definitely got a uh I got a, I got a latest single out. It's called Sex in the Rain featuring Jay Lyric. Jay Lyric was actually an artist signed to T Pain. Um he was signed to Napa Boy Records, but I think now he's kind of branched off doing his own thing. But uh <laughs> Yeah, Jay Lear, he he actually he actually wrote the song up down for T Pain. Damn. Yeah, he wrote that song. And um yeah, he definitely got his plaques for it. But uh yeah, I got him I got him on a single called Sex in the Rain. You can find Sex in the Rain on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, iTunes, T World, featuring Jay Lyric, Sex in the Rain. Y'all go check that out. Okay, for sure, man. Tell the people where they can find your music again one more time. Let them know. Y'all can find it on all platforms, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, YouTube, it's everywhere. Okay, T-World, everybody, man, T-World, check them out. And also, man, y'all, matter of fact, everybody, y'all can follow me on Instagram at T underscore world, W-O-R-L-D underscore baby, T underscore world baby. Hey, so real quick, before we before we go, where'd you get the name T-World from? What, what inspired you? It's gonna be kind of it's gonna be kind of funny. Um, I always had a vision, like when I had, like back back when I was growing up as a kid, I had, I had this vision, like you know, if I ever if I ever came rich, or if I ever became famous, or if I ever came across a lot of money, I wanted to open up a theme park in my city in Tallahassee because we don't really have no type of themes or nothing like that in the city, like so. And and the, the name the name of the theme park was gonna be called Trayvon's World because you know my first name is Trayvon. So I just kind of put, I just kind of took the T off the Trayvon and, and put word behind it when I became an artist. Okay. Yeah, because uh, like I was saying before, the name of the theme park is going to be called Trayvon's World. So I, I just kind of... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it, it sounds like um, from what you say about your community and where you grew up and, and being in Tallahassee and especially the youth, uh, that you're really trying to give back. And, and any person uh, like that that's trying to do good and pour resources and pour, um, you know, benefits in their community is always going to go far, no matter yes, what. Yes, sir. Most definitely. All right. Well, D, go ahead and close us out, man. All right, man. Thank you for coming on the show, T-World, man. Appreciate you, man. Hey, this has been the D-Start Show with Kevin and Jordan. We out. All right. Salute. All right.